Hey, hey, this is the Amy Williams Show, the motivational Christian podcast for women. I'm your host, Amy Williams, and I'm here to talk about all things life, God, love, and business. Whether you need inspiration and motivation in your personal life or a swift kick in the big girl pants for your business, you've come to the right place. As your podcast host and your podcast coach, I'm here to help you. No matter what you're going through in life, you are not alone. Let's dive in. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Amy Williams Show. I'm your host, Amy Williams. Today's episode is uh, solo, just me. Uh, I'm going to try my best to keep this short and sweet, but I've, it's it's kind of a heavy topic, and it's one of those I've got a lot to say on. <laughs> Surprise! So if you follow me on social, I posted on my Instagram stories uh, the other day about how this week's episode was going to be a encouraging motivational word to all of my mama friends who have school age children. You know, it's getting to that time where we're in like this really strange place of do we send our kids to school with the CDC guidelines? Do we uh, opt out completely and try and do homeschool? Or do we do the virtual thing, whatever that looks like? And I don't know about you, but for me, uh, this past spring with the, I call it crisis learning, it was not fun uh, for anybody. We had some major tech issues. We had a busted, shattered screen for one of the iPads. And it just like, it was a never ending battle. And it really depends on what age your kids are and what their independence level is with their learning. Um, and so I, I just, I wanted to come on here. I wanted to talk to you mamas. But I, I want to be clear, like, I'm here for you. I'm here with you. And uh, I'm not trying to say, you know, whatever our decision is, is the right decision for you. And I think that there's there's just a lot going on. So I took some notes and hopefully it can keep me on track because there's just so much that I can kind of, you know, do the squirrel move. So here we go. Let's let's jump in. I want to go to to Matthew 6 verse 34, which is the it's just a verse. Go look it up, but um it's just the one that says, you know, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow has enough trouble of its own, right? So you're you're listening to this and there's not been like a clear concrete set in stone uh map or plan from the schools. So I know it's different everywhere you live, and I know I have listeners in different parts of the world, and you guys know I'm in the U.S., I'm in Michigan, um, and I have friends that are in New York and Florida and, uh, you know, all over the place, right, California, and, and, and so everybody's doing things differently in other countries as as well as just differently within the states, right? So if someone's listening to this and they're like, wait, huh, what's going on over there? This might not be the episode for you. <laughs> But okay, so for here, for us in Michigan, um, at least where we're at in this part, because I'm sure other parts of Michigan might be different too, but it, it's really, it, it's not about that, right? It's not about what exactly is happening and step by step. It's it's more, I, I just want to focus on that worry because that worry is is such a thief. And if you spend your days, and I, I've already done it, I've already, and, and I'm still worried, you know, obviously, but just knowing like, 
how much worry can steal out of your day or out of your week and out of your attitude towards your children. And, you know, it's overwhelming. It's, it's so hard to go, what in the world are we going to do come fall? What are we going to do? You know, and, and realistically for most schools, at least over here, our schools start around August 25, six, seven, you know, around that weekend, right? So you have an entire month before this decision is actually made. And I want to give you encouragement that, that even if you make this decision, you can still change your mind. So if you're like, okay, we're going to do the in-school thing, right? We're going to, we're going to go for it. It might be horrible, but we're going to try it. Good. Go for it. Like that's on you. If that, if that's the right decision for your family, please do that. If you're like, I I can't even handle that, that thought process of sending my kids and we're going to do the virtual option. Great. Good for you. That's what's going to be best for your kids. If you're like, uh, I'm done with all of it and we're going to homeschool and we're going to try a whole new path. Good for you. Oh, that's awesome. Like understand that no matter what decision you make for your children, it's your children. It has to work what's best for you. And none of the options are really ideal for a lot of people, right? And so I think we just need to have that empathy and that grace and that support for one another right now um, that, you know, if, if I choose to homeschool maybe just for this year or, you know, maybe it goes great and we do it again. Um, but if I choose that, support me in that. Um, if I choose to say, nope, my kids need to get the hay out of here and they need to go be with some friends and get away from mom and get away from each other, then support me in that. Um, I think, I think we've, we've lost um, our way a little bit in that as 2020 unfolds. Uh, I don't know how else to put that, but I think it's just so important to support each other in, in this decision and know that like nothing is set in stone. Like if you say, okay, we're going to try this in school option and it doesn't work, you can switch course. Or if you tried homeschooling and you're pulling your hair out and it's just not good for anybody, then you can still get into school somehow, right? Like there's nothing that says like it can't change. Um, and who's to say like, we all decide like, let's throw our kids in the, in the fire and they're all going to school. And then, you know, all of a sudden they're like, nope, we're at phase whatever. And it's changing and everyone's going online and you're all stuck at home again. Like that's also an option. So I think what, what, what we're seeing right now, what, what I'm seeing is so much up in the air and so much frustration and so much anxiety and worry. And I just am like, I gotta say something about this because it's just, it's so much. So, so I actually spent just about an entire weekend arguing back and forth with my husband (laughs) about it. And you know, I want this and he doesn't, or I don't want this and he does, or, you know, whatever, all the things I, I don't need to go into it, but it was, it wasn't an, like a fight. It was just a difference of opinion. Like I, I have no idea. He has no idea. And we're both sitting here going, what is the right thing to do? And I ended up calling school. They said, basically, they're not going to have any answers that are solid until August 10. And I was like, okay. So this was like last week. So the middle of July is when I called. So, you know, I'm panicking and anxiety ridden, ruined my weekend. 
Um, and just my, you know, you know how it just, it just ruins the weekend because you're bickering and you're arguing and you're frustrated and you're worried and, ah, uh, and it's just, it's all consuming, right? So that's where I was at. I think it was a couple weekends ago. I was just like, I can't think about anything else. I have to make a decision. And so I was researching all the homeschool thing, which is like so nothing I ever thought I would do. And then got overwhelmed with all the options of curriculum. Like I I went overboard, right? Because I'm like, okay, if we're going to do this, I need to know what I got to do because I am a planner. That's part of my personality. I like to plan and my kids need to know like, they're planners. They need to know, like, what are we doing today? They, you know, we have our little schedule on the fridge. Like, that's just, that's how we all run over here. Uh, so not having that answer was just driving me mad. And as soon as I got off the phone with the administration and I was like, okay, they're not going to have an answer. They don't have anything for me until August 10. And I'm like, hmm. So I can either sit here and worry and fear and be filled with that what if and what are we going to do and ah for the next basically month. Or I can say, all right, we're going to shelf this. It's still going to be, you know, a thought process, but I'm not going to focus on it. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to focus on what little bit of summer that we do have and focus on what we can do and focus on spending what time I do have with them this summer this crazy summer of 2020 and like this huge weight just removed. And I'm like, ah, you know, and then it was, it was easier to see clearly like, okay, I'm, I'm over exaggerating all the things and I'm okay, let's try it this way. And if this works great. And if it doesn't, we can change it. And, but at least this is what it's going to be for right now. And you know what? Maybe August 10, when they roll out something new, I might say, mm, nope, not doing that. So I have this calm and this breathability uh, around it. I want you to know and to hear if you're in that space of like, that's all you're thinking about, all you're focusing on. I hear you and I, I get it. But somehow you need to just say, okay, we're going to boom and move forward. So I, that worry is stealing from you. Don't let it steal from you a moment further. It's, it's, it's not going, it's still going to be there tomorrow. And we're still going to be thinking about it August 10. And even if we get the answers uh, of a more clear, you know, outlook on what virtual learning is going to be or what the in-school CDC guidelines, you know, a better detailed, like, what is it really going to look like for our kids? We're still going to worry about that after August 10. And then if you do make that decision, uh, you know, whichever decision you're making, you're going to be filled with worry on, you know, is this the right decision? Is this this? And okay, well, now I'm homeschooling. Am I completely a failure? And you're going to have a whole new set of worries. Is, is this you know, ruining them? Or am I going to be making them be behind? Or am I like, well, right? Or if you send them to school and you're like, oh, this is so horrible and it's so bad because they can't even hug their friends or, you know, whatever that may look like. And so every single option that you have uh, comes with its own set of worries. So by worrying about it right now, in July, maybe it, this is coming out, I think the first Wednesday of August. So if this is coming out, then, then like, it's not going to go away. Okay. So I want you to focus on Bible verses. I want you to focus on what God says. And he says, do not worry about tomorrow. Figure out what you got to do today. So fix your focus on, 
on what you can do. And, and, and just knowing that what you might decide for your kids might not be what I decide for mine, but as, as fellow mamas, we can just say, good for you for making a decision for what's right for your kids and kill the judgment and, and move forward, right? Like that's, that's the goal is that this, this whole parenting thing, this <laughs> raising children takes a village. And right now, what are our kids seeing? What are they witness to? If you're sitting here worried and stressed and scared, like, uh, okay, and then you're going to send them to school like that, but you're showing them to be worried, stressed and scared. So what are you, what are you portraying? How are you leading by example in your home um, for your children? And, and I know it changes, you know, with age. So my, because my kids are younger, uh, I don't really have those really, really deep conversations. It's more like, you know, depending on what they do for the school, we might do homeschooling or we might do, you know, like we did at the end of the year with your computers and, and mommy's just going to help you be teacher with your teacher. You know, that like it's it's not like I'm not having a conversation with a middle schooler or a high schooler, which, I, you know, I'm sure some of you out there are like, oh, that's a whole different ballgame. All I'm saying, there's there's a few points I want to make, is you're not going to please everyone, and it's not up to you to please everyone with your decision. You have to do it for your kids, for your family, for your house, for your work-life parenting balance, right? You have to make that decision. And and if somebody doesn't like it, oh well. Like Not everybody's going to like the decision that you make regardless of school. They're not going to like that you didn't cut up your grapes or that you gave your kid popcorn too soon or that you do timeouts and you do spanking. Like, yeah. Nobody's ever going to be happy with everything you do. So it's just trying to remind you, like, it, this is not about what other people say and what other people are doing. You have to look at the options for you and for your kids and say, okay, this is what's best. And then when you make that decision... Be strong in it, but know it might be hard. It might not go the way you thought. And then you can adapt and change and pivot, right? There's We've, we've talked about that on the podcast before with the power of your pivot. Like it's, pivoting is not just for a business. It's for life. It's for parents. It's for all the things. All the things. So we did, we, we talked about leading by example with our emotions and how we're handling things. And then we talked about, you know, you can't please everyone. We, we talked about your focus and, um, you know, what are you focusing on? I want to I go in a little bit more on that. So with your focus and just that negative, all things negative right now, if you're focusing on you know, making that decision for in school and you're saying, well, they can't do this. They can't do that. They can't do this. They have to wear masks. They have to do blah, 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 and all these negatives like, but then you send them to school. They're going to hear all those negatives and they're going to feel that. So if you're like, Hey, you know, bud, you still have to wear a mask all day, but here's all the positive things that are going to happen while you're at school. Right. Or if you're deciding to do the virtual, like, hey, I know you're not going to be able to be in class with your friends, but this is what we're going to be able to do. So you're trying to just fix your focus, fix your focus on whatever little bit of positive that you can find and pour that into your children because they need that. And I also want to say, because this is just, this isn't in my notes, but it's, it's kind of hitting me that 
like there's so much weighing on your shoulders and on mine as as moms. And so I know you guys have watched Frozen 2, so have I, like 100,000 times. That part where Anna's like just the next right thing. I'm not going to sing it for you, but you know what I'm talking about? That next right thing that's coming to mind. And just that thought of like, you can't do anything about everything all at once. You have to pick it apart. So what are some of the things that you can do something about? For me, I'm like, you know what? We need to create a a learning space because what happened in the spring was a disaster. And I tried to make a uh, makeshift classroom in our like basement, like by the steps, the landing area, you know, it just, then we ended up in the living room and on the couch. And then we put a table upstairs, you know, one of those folding tables. And it's just like, oh my word, there's just so many things. And it's so frustrating. And then schoolwork is in the dining room and it's in the living room. And it's like, ah, I'm just, I'm not that way. I'm not that person. Um, I know that works for other people. Great. It just doesn't work for me. The podcast room is moving. The podcast room will be a classroom space. So all of the things in our house that are books or learning or coloring books or arts and crafts, all our colored pencils and crayons and markers and all the things that we have, which in my defense, I did not know we had as much as we did until it all came into one room. <laughs> and I'm kind of embarrassed. I'm like, how do we have this many crayons? You guys don't even color with crayons, but all right. You know, I, I'm like, I want them to feel like because I, I, I'm preparing if we do the in-school option and something changes and we have to be back in home, they have a space. Or if we choose the virtual, I want them to feel like they still have a learning space and a space for all of their things. And it feels kind of like school. So I'm trying to give them the best of what I can. And I, I know I'm fortunate and I'm blessed to have the, the extra space. And I know not everybody has that. So it's not saying that you have to do that. And it's not saying that, you know, down on you for not. But I'm just, I guess I'm trying to prepare for worst case scenario because best case scenario is school starts like normal and the kids get to hop on the bus and everybody's happy and hugging and sneezing all over each other. That's best case because my kids thrive in that environment and I love that they get to go to school. Like that's my, it's, it's amazing what their teachers are awesome. You know, it's just, it's incredible what administration and staff and everybody does day in and day out. And I so appreciate everything that they did in the spring. And it wasn't their fault that it was so horrible for us. So just want to make sure if you're a teacher and you're hearing this, like, I'm not dogging you at all. Uh, I love my friends who are teachers. And I know that if you're a teacher, like this is not an easy time for you either. So I don't want you to feel like you're being left out because I cannot fathom what it's like to have all of this be in the middle of your summer and you can't really get your time off that you so deserve. I think the other really cool thing is when we do, I don't know if you guys ever do like mindset uh, workshops or things like that, but one of the things that I really love to do is vision and seeing things like the vision board, right? You, you put all those things together like I want this, I want that. 
and I'm going to vision that and manifest that and all those things. So I love visioning things. Well, I really like making the vision board because it's a craft and I get to cut out pictures and glue and whatever. Yeah. Anyway, that's why I have an entire arts and crafts room, which has not been fun to go through. But anyway, so with the vision board, what you're doing is you're seeing the victory. Like, you know, you hear the stories of I wrote myself a million dollar check or I pictured, you know, being on stage before I was on stage or I pictured myself at this book signing before I had even written a book. So you, you're visioning that victory before you actually have it. And so I want to really encourage you to, you know, vision, like once you've made that choice of, let's say, let's just say you're going to homeschool. And it is hard to imagine because you have multiple kids, some that are school age and maybe some that are younger. And how do I do all of that? So I want you to vision what a normal day would look like for you. I know some homeschool moms that have a very lax schedule. They can pick it up and drop it whenever they want. And some that are like, nope, we start our day at 9 a.m. and we do this, this, and this, and then we have lunch and then we finish with this. And then that's our day. And like, they're very more like routine schedule. So if that's something that like uh, if we did it, we'd have to do it that way. Or yeah, if we were having a bad day or a bad morning, then we would just push school off till after lunch or we do it to after dinner, right? That's the joy of homeschooling. You get to pick it. So I just, I want you, I want you to sit there and vision. If I were to become a homeschooled mom, what does that look like for you? What does that day look like for you? And I want you to vision it successfully. We had fun. We, we learned they, they were sitting good and, you know, there were lots of hugs and we did some crafts and, you know, we, we baked cookies, like vision that successful day. I don't think this is a space where you have to vision it going wrong, because if you plan it and map it, I think it can be very achievable. And for those homeschool moms that are like, I got this, I've been doing this for 10 years, I applaud you. And um, I think now is a great time to say, hey, I'm here to help if you need it. And I'm so thankful for the for the people in my life that have already given me so much help in that avenue um, and in my investigation towards what that would look like. And I just, I don't know, that vision. So seeing, seeing the victory before you have it is so crucial. So seeing what a drop off looks like for you, for your kids going into school and them coming home smiling and excited because they got to see their friends. Or if you're doing the virtual and you're like, oh, this actually went really good. Like vision the victory. Because I think if you're, if you constantly are focusing on that negative and how awful that will be, that's what will be. If that's what you see, that's what it will be. It's crucial in this moment. And I know it's a lot easier to say than do, but to have faith. Have faith. Faith is the evidence of things not seen. We cannot know what is going to happen come September. We we don't have crystal balls. We don't know. And so we have to go by faith. We We have faith that you know, we made this decision to do this with our children for school this semester and and it could change tomorrow, right? So this is a day by day. And so it's nothing short of having faith. Like you have to have the faith and pray and journal and write out all your fears, write out all your worries and get them gone so that they cannot steal any more of your time. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow has enough worries of its own. And I don't think that we've ever, at least for me, 
been in a state of this longevity of worry when it comes to COVID because it's not just I'm the only one worried about something. It's not just, oh, you know, something happening over in the Williams house and I'm worried about it. It's statewide. It's nationwide and it's global. And so I just see so much worry and so much pain. And then it comes out in all the other ways, right? It's ugly. So if we can support each other and we can have faith and we can try to focus on the positive and and speak life and and just you've heard me say it multiple times buckets of grace for yourself mama this is an, an easy decision to make and um, whatever decision it is it's going to be right for you if you're really 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 struggling get off your get off your social media just get off of it just unplug for at least 2 days because nothing is going to be groundbreaking Hopefully, <laughs> can't say that for certain with 2020. I mean, if something really crazy happens, I'm sure someone will call you or text you, right? But like in those two days, just getting off of it and, and spending that intentionally with your children, I think it's going to be so beneficial for you. And that has been my only surviving and thriving grace in this in this time is that we keep escaping and I keep getting off of, of the grid and it's been amazing. Uh, I feel like it's it's definitely slowed my role in the podcast game, but you know what? For our mental health and for my children, that's what we need to do, and so that's that's got to be our priority. I think that's about it. I told you I was going to try and keep it short and sweet, and it wasn't super short, but it was sweet. <laughs> Put your worry to waste and make the most of your opportunities and fix your focus. So focus on the good, focus on Jesus, focus on what you can do. Um, I know for me, a little, I know I was closing up there. I got one more thing to say. Surprise. For me, when I feel like super duper out of control, and um, I'm not a control freak, but I do like things in order. So when I feel a lot of out of control, I tend to reorganize or clean. So if you've ever been to my house, And then you've come back to my house a month later and you see the couches are in a new spot, the beds are in different places and the dressers and that's what I do. And if I'm bored or feeling out of control or stressed, I, I move things. So I change cupboards and put dishes in different places or I rearrange the food or so I find that it's very therapeutic to remove stuff. And go, we don't need this anymore. So whether it's, you know, donating it or finding a friend to give it to, that's been really helpful. So if that's something that if you're like, I need actionable steps to get my sanity right now, uh, those actionable steps for me would would be get off of social media. Absolutely get off of social media. And then my next one would be keep your hands busy. Find some things that you can give to somebody that may be in need, um, whether it's friends that that kids are smaller than and they need some clothes or, you know, whatever it may be, find somebody else that you can be a blessing to because that might just ease one stress for them. And whenever you give, it always feels good. So if you can give and make yourself feel good about giving and then they get blessed because they didn't have to spend money on 
you know, back to school clothes because they just got a bag full from you. Like what a blessing that is. And I love my village. So if you're listening to this and you've been in my village of clothes sharing for my children, I love you. I love your stinking guts. We have been so blessed beyond measure by all our friends that give us clothes. <laughs> it's it's incredible. And I return the favor and I spread the joy and, and it, it's been great. So I hope that you can find um, some people in your circle and in your village that, that you can do that with because it really does make a huge difference, especially in the budget. So, all right, that was a little side note. So if you're worried, you've got a minimum of two or three weeks for school starts where you can purge and keep yourself busy and out of that state of worry. Hopefully this episode helped you out and I hope it puts you at ease to know like, hey, I'm not alone in this. I'm not the only one freaking out. We're not going to freak out anymore. We're going to take control of it and we're not going to worry anymore. We can do this. If this episode was helpful to you, please do me a huge, huge favor and share it. Whether it's in your story section or messenger, that would be amazing. I highly appreciate it. All right. I'm praying for you. And would you pray for each other as well? Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to The Amy Williams Show. I'd love for you to join The Amy Williams Show on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok using the handle at The Amy Williams Show and on Twitter at The AW Show. If you want to learn how to start your own podcast, the multiple ways to monetize it, leverage it, and maximize your influence, then join the private Facebook group at the International Podcast Coaching Network. Can't wait for you to join and get connected with like-minded women using their zone of genius to speak to the world. Before you go, the biggest compliment you can give to The Amy Williams Show is leaving a review, whether it's on Apple Podcasts or on the Stitcher app for Android. It means so much to me, and I really appreciate it. Thanks so much for listening. Have a blessed day.